Hello, and welcome to Actor Me This, a podcast about the thoughts going on in actors' heads while they act. I'm your host, Jacob Chapman. is sort of like an art a little bit because what's happening on stage isn't real it's been made up the person who's saying the words isn't really that person they're pretending to be there's something creative about it something that demands a little bit of imagination and suspension of disbelief that's a term we use in the theater it means pretending We ask the audience to pretend when they come into a theater, but we hope that they take something with them once they leave it. Something from the play that, even though it isn't real, adds to the reality of life around them. And even though actors revel in this exchange of ideas and spark of imagination, the transference of one group's energies to another, It's not always easy. Sometimes you don't even know how to say a line. Do I give it an upward inflection or maybe a down? Do I say it happy? Or do I cry a little as I whimper it out? (laughs) Do I say it strong with a commanding sense of authority? Or do I suggest maybe their idea is a little better? There's really no limit to what you can do. In some ways, an actor plays God. They control how the audience receives the information. And that can be overwhelming. On this podcast, we explore what actors think about when they're on the stage, how they're making the choices that they're making, and indeed, whether any choices are being made at all. Wherefore was that cry? The queen, my lord, is dead. In this moment, we see an actor on stage. He's playing Macbeth. That's a a Shakespeare character. A A bad one. Let's listen and and hear his thoughts. And tomorrow. I'm succeeding beautifully at this. Creeps in this petty pace from day to day. Good emphasis there. To the last... Last what? Last what? What is it? What's the word? What's the word, damn it? Word of recorded time. Ow. And all our yesterdays have lighted fools I ruined away Shakespeare. to dusty death. That's exactly what I want to happen to me right now. Out, out. Oh, no, I missed my mark. Brief candle. I need to get stage left. Life's but a walking shadow. Baby steps now. A poor player that struts and frets his hour upon the stage steps, and then is heard. Steps. And then, yes. No more. I'm in my light. It is a tale told by an idiot. Bring it home, you beautiful bastard. Full of sound and fury. Yes. Signifying nothing. Very good restraint. And now, and now Jorge re-enters the scene because... Oh, no. What? Do I have to cover for Jorge? Uh, uh, um, 
Thou comest to use thy tongue, thy story. Hey, where are you? Cool, quick, quickly. Dad, is he better get a fine for that? Gracious, my lord, I should report that which I say I saw, but know not how to do it. Okay, okay, back in the groove. Well, say, sir. I am the best. As I did stand my watch upon the hill, I looked toward yeah, Burnham, okay. and anon me thought the wood began to move. My line! Liar and slave! Killed it. Let me endure your wrath, if it be not, sir. Within this three mile, may you see it coming, I say. Thoughts of actors. They're complicated. Actors themselves are complicated people. They're like normal people, in a way. They put their pants on one leg at a time like anyone else, except their pants were built in a costume shop. And that's different. When you put on a costume, it's like you're stepping into a different world with different rules, different social mores, and different expectations. So here's the story of opening night of Christmas Carol 2017 at Wayne State in the Bonstell Theater. It's an old theater. We've been working on this show, putting it together in a matter of weeks. Uh, it's a technical marvel. Our guest director brought it all together. It was a feat of true heroism and uh, greatness. I am the father of Tiny Tim. Not in real life, just on stage. And we get to the point where I am coming in with Tiny Tim into the house on Christmas Eve, Scrooge is going to be viewing this, and so is the audience. Everyone. Our cue line is coming up, where we're supposed to walk into the house, and then suddenly, the line is there, and I'm looking at the young woman who plays Tiny Tim. She's nowhere to be seen. There is no Tiny Tim anywhere. Nobody on stage knows this. Everyone on stage thinks that when they say the line that they're going to say, and that they're saying right now... The two of us will stride through the door according to plan, as we have rehearsed several times. Not going to happen. And I realize it's up to me to buy us some time. So I walk up behind the door, and at exactly the moment that I'm supposed to open the door and come into the house with Tiny Tim, instead, I leave the door shut and begin to shout behind the door. From outside the house, I say, Tiny Tim, before we go inside, I think we should plan a little surprise for Mummy. Mummy's prepared a Christmas dinner for us. But let's pretend when we go inside as though we don't see any meal on the table. Bid mum and your sisters and brothers good night and just walk on through into the house to our bedrooms and close the doors to our rooms as though we're going straight to bed. Wouldn't that be so funny? Imagine. Ha ha ha. Imagine the look on mummy's face 
she'll be wondering what we're doing. She'll be, she'll be surprised and then we'll jump out of our rooms and say, just kidding, mummy. Merry Christmas. And then we'll all eat together. And then maybe we'll sing a Christmas song. What song should we sing? Oh, I know. Silent night, holy night. All is calm, all is bright. At this point, I am in a dire situation. But it's also around this time that Tiny Tim arrives. We stride in. Mrs. Cratchit and I give each other a knowing look. And we continue with the play and everything goes off without a hitch. Only a few people in the audience told me afterwards that it, it only occurred to them that something was going wrong about 30 seconds into my monologue. So I think it worked. It paid off. People bought it and loved it. It was some, For some people, it was their favorite part of the show. But I just remember in my head, I was panicked as I, as I was realizing what I would have to do. But I definitely felt I can't just not open the door. I can't do nothing. I can't just leave them to figure it out. They can't flounder. I have to flounder. And uh, flounder I did, and it was quite the experience. So that's a story about what happens in the mind of actors. Yeah. There's something that happens between the time an actor steps from backstage to on. A switch flips. They're still themselves, but there's something more. In some ways, they're chasing the same thing that the audience is. Something new. Actor Me This is a production of Jacob Chapman's Internet Presence. Follow it on Facebook, give it a like, and share it with your mom. She loves this kind of stuff. I, of all people, should know. I'm your dad. Mm-hmm.